lean. Oh, man. So I don't know, Kenny. I told him. I said, oh, shit. I don't think that's a good place to put a goldfish. But sure enough, he shoved it up there anyways. Leaf. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get it on the plane. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> Richard. You're supposed to tell us we're recording, man. <laughs> Only legal snack by letting them know. <laughs> so what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Ten Podcast. <laughs> I'm back. Hey, hey. Everybody's all here. Set us back. And I'm back. Kenny's back like like he was back last week. <laughs> yeah. And I'm back like, like you never left. Like last last week. Yeah, hey, all of that. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Going good. Going good. Just Fantastic. Been, uh, been a busy hanging guy. Out. Just hanging out like a hair in a biscuit. Man. That's all I got. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> Thank y'all for it. listening. Thanks, yeah. everyone. Thanks for, thanks for coming. As Appreciate always, nowhere to find us. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, see y'all next week. Uh, so, <laughs> that was the, the quickest intro. episode ever. <laughs> yeah. oh, killing it, it. Right. 15 seconds. <laughs> These bitches won't. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, so, so hell, Steph, let's yeah, you're back. Guys, I am back after a. Sorry, Richard, I just took the reins there. Uh, Go ahead. After Go right ahead. Two week little. Dipping and do, a little sabbatical, a little get my mind right, a little rejuice the batteries. I went to Charlotte and Hilton Head and hung out for a little bit with the lady. Um, that was fun. Uh, I would highly recommend going and hanging out at Hilton Head Beach because it was nice. it wasn't very busy. It's laid back. It was nice. Um, the food was good. Ate a lot of shrimp. Ate so much shrimp I got iodine poisoning. Had to ask. Man, I can't think of the place we ate at. Um, but it was like everywhere we went was like an hour and a half wait, no mm. matter what. Yeah. And so me and uh this particular place, um, we went to go eat. But me and her brother, uh Lindsay's brother, sorry, um, went to go to the bar and get some drinks, just to kind of have something to drink, hang out and socialize. We're just standing there talking and I look over and there's like this empty table. I was like, I asked her brother, I said, hey, ask the bartender if it's just open seating here in the bar. And he was like, yeah, y'all can sit wherever you want if you have room. Skip that hour and a half wait real quick. Bogart king of the south over here, baby. Like black and tan all over again. All over again. Um, (laughs) Black tan and shrimp. Shrimp. Drank a lot of high noons. Drank a lot of water. And I just, I was a son of a beach. Look, man, I appreciate you being safe. Oh, dude, mix in the water for sure. Toes you in get the a little. Sand. What'd you say? Toes in the sand. Oh hell yeah! Toe um, ring in the sand. <laughs> I did. Oh, dude, that toe ring stayed. The first time I've ever had a toe ring stay on the whole trip. Left it in one of the drawers at the place we stayed at for a little treat for whoever's after us. Oh, did I clean? Oh. Did I clean it? No, I didn't. But it's still there. Anywho, um, is that a thing that you're doing or you've been doing? Oh yeah, wherever you go? go, every time I go to the beach, I put it. I get a tow ring. If the if the tow ring falls <laughs> off into the water when I'm swimming in the ocean, it belongs to the ocean. It's not mine anymore. Welcome, it's now welcome the ocean. Fish. 
Oh, roughly how many of these rings are floating around the world? I've probably killed at least 12 sea turtles. With my turtles. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my God. Well, I mean, I went one time to Panama City to, with Terry and Jesse, and they had, like, we went into the dollar store, and I was like, I have one for every time I lose my ring now. I had, like, seven. <laughs> lost them all, or at least uh, donated them all? I think all of those are in the ocean, belong to the ocean. Yeah, like, I do it, like, every time I've been. Like, sure enough, somebody, that was over. Somebody with a metal detector that does the beach thing with a metal detector just probably found, found it. Few like, of those. Oh, man, this is awesome. Yeah, it's, Treasure. Aluminum. it's aluminum player. It ain't the real deal. I mean, a couple million years from now, somebody's going to find that, and they're going to think it's, like, some artifact from, like, a ancient king or something. Little do they know it came from a chubby 40-year-old from Nashville. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. Why does he didn't go with the, the ancient king thing there? Nah. Me? Nah. Me? Little old me? <laughs> nah. I, watched, I, I, I started, when you said you were going out there, I started pe- peeping some stuff. I noticed no, there was some, some pretty good-looking restaurants and stuff out there, and the, the area looked nice. I'll probably, I'll put it, I put it on the list. Nice. I, I like it. I like it a lot. I, I think, I, honestly, I'll say this. I think it'd be a fun group trip. It'd be a fun trip to everybody kind of do their own thing. The place we stayed at had a pool, too. So if you didn't feel like going all the way to the beach, you could just hang out by the pool all day. That was kind of cool. Um, I mean, Southwest, I Southwest flies there also now. Oh, yep. Okay. I did not Hilt, know Hilt, that. Hilton Head slash Savannah. Yeah, Savannah's and, not that far away at all. And on certain days of the week, you can actually get non stop flights. Mm-hmm. That is a thing. That so, is very nice. I did because not it's it's really odd. The, when, as soon as you told me you all were going there, like a week later, I saw an advertisement on my Facebook that popped up for Southwest, and it was like stalking you. It was basically saying like, "Hey, we're flying to Georgia slash Hilton Head now." It had like just started, and I was like, "That's really really random." It's really. <laughs> Like I, I will probably You're watching me. I'll probably do a beach trip for sure next year, like to Hilton Head. It's a nice little, yeah, it's a nice that, little jaunt. We'd be down. I mean, depending on what our circumstances are. I mean, right, right. we're trying to have a, another child, so we'll have to see see what where what what part of the process we're at. I would agree. Hilton Head is family friendly, um, more so in the part where it's a lot more laid like. It's not going to be like Myrtle or PCB, yeah. where it's just kind of, you know, the beach wasn't like everybody's like, man, the beach is packed. It was not. I mean, we were there in July and it was it didn't feel that busy at all. So that was really nice. I think the, the Carolina beach, both, you know, South and North Carolina beaches are highly underrated. Oh, they are for sure. For sure. Well, I have not been to any of them. I mean, not a single one. It just gives you more reason to go, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah, I would uh, definitely be interested in going out there or even Savannah again uh, since we really didn't get – the last time we all went, didn't really get to make it out to, to Tybee. So. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me I'll, again what I'll happened. With I don't know. What, what is he referring to, Kenny? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Hilda is cool. And uh, I would be open for a trip out there. Oh, absolutely. I'm working, uh, like, right now, I've been a little – today I was super busy, but, like, the last couple of days I've been kind of slow just because it's that time of year. Here and there I've been just kind of thinking about 
just like places I want to go and just researching like states and stuff and trying to trying to come up with ideas. I mean, obviously we have a couple different places that we love to go or that we go all the time, but like I want to try to find some some new stuff. So Hilton Head would be Hilton Head would be cool. Hilton Head's cool. Yeah, agreed. And Savannah going like I do agree going back to Savannah would be cool too though because like Mindy's never been so it'd be all brand new for her. So. And that place you said it was cool, man. It was. I, I will say this: it'll be a totally different experience. Oh uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Me and Kenny <laughs> won't be sharing a bed. <laughs> Richard won't be cleaning a bathroom up with a sock. But anyways, my trip was really exciting. <laughs> Um. Oh, I mean, doing, I, I, I what was I the best thing? What was the best thing you ate? Anything memorable? Man, I had some really good stuffed yeah. shrimp. Some really good stuffed oh. shrimp. It had like crab and like breadcrumbs in it. Yeah, it's hard, man. When I see stuffed shrimp, it's hard for me not to order that. Dude, it was so good. I wish I could remember what was in it. Because it's like it's like two it's like two entrees in one. It's like you got your shrimp, but then you also got your crab cakes, basically. Yeah, I had some pretty good fish and chips there. Um, what else, dude? There was one day we were there, and I literally was like, I was done with the day. I was done. I just needed some sustenance to eat because I was about to hit my limit with life. <laughs> and they were, we were trying to figure out what we wanted to eat at this Italian restaurant. And literally, I had it in my head was whatever the person like. We were trying to figure out if I wanted to share a pizza with somebody or not. I'm like, well, does this pizza sound good? I did not even know what came on the pizza. And I go, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I was like, I don't care what's on it. I'm just going to shove it down my gullet. Hopefully, um, it wasn't, hopefully it wasn't one of those yeah. salad top arugula pizzas or something. No, it wasn't. But it was actually really good pizza. Um, so I got lucky there. Nice. Um, and they had, uh, y'all remember the cheese sticks that Safari's had? Like the big ass. Yes, they had yeah. those. Dude, like they're like three fingers Sorry. wide, basically. Yes, so yeah. damn good. It was a pizza. It was a cheese log. Oh man, yeah, so damn good, man. Shout out to the uh, OG go kart and golf and safari combo. Yes, <laughs> OGs, Madison OGs. Y'all know Saf- Safari's is back in Henderson, right? Y'all know that? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Since when? Uh, probably more than a year now. I thought that place was like extinct in no, all it's there. places in the world. Unless it closed again, but it did move to Hendersonville. Interesting. And their cheesesteaks are still really good. <laughs> and whatever that deep fried dinner bread they sell that they serve, still good. It tastes like beignet bread. It's still good. I can't recall anything else they have, but the cheesesteaks and the bread, like, that's where it's at, man. We should just go one day, do some tizers and some drinks. Tizers? Tizers. Baby, hurry up. Our tizers hey, are getting cool. cold. Cool. We just hang out at the bar and have some tizers. Tizers and drinks. Like whenever I talk about hermitage, I call it the herm. <laughs> the herm. The herm. Um... Anything else really memorable that stood out? We ate at a what was that restaurant, Kenny, that you said you've been to? Ah, uh, shit. Mm. I have to look it up. Where yeah, else would it be? 
Because ah, Lindsay commented on it. H. And I had said something about yeah, that's that's good. Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> something yeah, something. Super Howdy excited. Yada. Hawkers. 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 Dude. Hawkers is good, man. That place is good. <laughs> is. Of course, I did the one in Charlotte. Uh, Kenny was talking about the one in, uh, I don't know, where is it on Main Street? Across the street from Hunter Station. There you go. It's really uh, good. where uh, the, the new family wash used to be. Yeah, Jessica's ate there a few times. I have not yet. We went like, it had to be like the second day it was open. And it was really good, man. I mean, I know, I'm pretty sure all of, all of them have the same same stuff for the most part. Yeah, I would but figure it doesn't seem like a very like like it seems like a very chain uh, menu as far as yeah everything is kind of uh, I can't think of I can't think of what I'm trying to say right now. It's one but, of those. Uh, it's, I, I, give, I give them credit. It's it's one of those like higher. It's a high level chain. It's like. It's, I could I could imagine it being very dependable if you ate somewhere else like Tupelo Honey is going to be good no matter where you go or right. probably Ruby Sunshine or fucking uh, Shake Shack or something like that like it's not it's not mediocre by any stretch even though it's a chain right I thought I thought it was really good I enjoyed it a lot I like the idea of it because you can kind of like if you're there with like four or five maybe six friends maybe seven maybe eight. Um, y'all can all order something and there's enough where everybody can try something different. You know, you can kind of hang out, talk, snack, have good drinks. You try that little, uh, like, like the, the flatbread stuff they have? It's like no, we didn't ro- try roti, any of that. Roti bread or something? No, we didn't try any of that. We had the, uh, we had a bunch of dumplings. We had the, uh, Korean fried ring, uh, wings. Uh, huh? Bow buns? Try the bow buns? We did try the bow buns. I think the yes. bow bun place um, that I go to in Charlotte is better at Optimus Hall. I like those better. It's a little bit crispier. Um, the, and what else did we have? I think we had the spring rolls that were really good. Nice. I had, uh, and then I had a couple drinks, just some old fashions and a Mai Tai. They're really good. Nice and nice. Yes, very much so. I don't know, man. It's just a busy two weeks, and I just trying to get everything back. And like going to work after being off for a, eleven days, dude, sucks. Damn, sucks so damn bad. I was when we came back from vacation this last time. I was like, man, what am I doing with my life? It's not fun. You start all. to get so used to like so not being at, Yeah, you start to get so used to not being at work, but you get used to it. You're like, man, getting Ooh. up, doing whatever the hell I want. Kind of Jalen. Sorry, Jalen Suggs just went to the Magic. FYI, that's big. Um, I don't know. Just trying to get vacation mode out of my system right now has been a job in itself. Yeah, give it a week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just, just ease yourself on in there, man. I'm trying to get into vacation mode. That's right. Be uh, taking a trip down to Panama City Beach on Labor Day weekend. Me, my wife, my kid, and the grandparents are all going. So it's a, nice. Probably the probably the first time I think uh, 
both my parents and her parents are all going on a vacation. And I don't know. Yes. I mean, obviously you want to do that for family reasons, but hopefully we won't kill each other. <laughs> all right. I'm guessing y'all are driving down then. We're driving and the, all the grandparents are flying. Oh, and, and we're bringing, and we're bringing Coda, my dog. Oh, so it's going to be like oh. your family vacation, like the Griswolds almost. <laughs> Just the uh, whole family and uh, all the grandparents. I'm sure it'll be fun though. Sounds like a sounds no, like a it, good it will at least, be at least Actually, a very interesting time, anyways. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I, I'm very excited about it because my my parents don't get to take a lot of vacations, so for us all to go together, and I know we're planning on going to uh, Disney World in probably like a year and a half or so, but uh, this is something I've been trying to get away since we couldn't do our cruise and, and go and just go somewhere that's not going to be too crazy. Uh, which I hope is not too crazy, but Labor Day weekend in Panama City Beach could be a little crazy. Uh, but, uh, you know, since I could do the cruise, I wanted to go somewhere to the beach and hang out and enjoy a long weekend. So looking forward to that. Uh, we're staying right on the beach too. Uh, the, we got a condo. It's like, it's like a, I guess kind of, it's a three story condo. And uh, the balconies kind of overlook the beach, so there's a uh, there's a coffee place, a really nice coffee place next door that uh, I'll be visiting every morning and sitting on the balcony looking at the beach before we go out there. So kind of looking forward to that. And well, there's uh, definitely something to be said for staying at the beach. I don't do enough. I don't. That's the thing. I don't do enough vacations where it's like you don't have to be running around a lot. You know, you just kind of got a central spot, and you just kind of hang out most of the day. And then yeah. maybe, you know, you might venture out for dinner or maybe lunch or something. But for the most part, you're kind of hanging out in kind of one area. Yeah, we'll probably like, go out to dinner like each night, but we plan on and and probably go. The cool thing with that place next door, it's you know for breakfast. So. It's a cool grab and go. If we want to go do something big for breakfast, we'll we got options. There's plenty of things to do in Panama City Beach. Uh, but for the most part, we want to be real relaxed, a relaxing trip, and just <laughs> hanging out at the beach as much as possible. This is gonna sound really weird, but I don't feel like I don't relax enough on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with you. <laughs> I always try to do so much. I mean, it works out, but like. I might like take a nap for an hour on the beach, and it's like, all right, where are we? <laughs> Richard, can you do me a favor when you're at the beach? What's that? Snort some of that salt water up your nose. Mm. Get it all flushed out. I'm just saying, you sound really stuffy right now. You oh, I like definitely little, am tonight. You sound like a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. You're like, and then we're going to the beach, and it's gonna be so much fun, and we're gonna play in the sand. And I'm I think I got my daughter just cold, my... which uh, uh, you can't avoid. You can't. Yeah, <laughs> she probably got it from some other kid at daycare or something, and she's getting over it now. But yeah, my nose has been stuffy all day. Don't and, worry, man. It gets better. It gets better when I go to school. Oh, it's, uh, oh yeah, so nice. much better. <laughs> and it's basically what she's doing now maybe worse because they're all you know snotty little three four year olds <laughs> that's great uh, 
for me, the rest of the week, we've just been uh, busy getting ready for training camp, which started uh, for the Titans training camp, started a couple of days ago, and uh, really excited the NFL. We got a lot, we got a bunch of stuff we want to talk about with the NFL, uh, so I'll go ahead and just get out of the way and uh, jump into what Kenny's been up to. Man, I might not relax on vacation, but I didn't do shit this weekend, so I guess you can call that relaxing. boy. <laughs> But as as usual, I got to get my cheat in. So we decided to get up a little earlier than we will. I always get up pretty early, but I try not to wake her up or make her get up. But we ended up getting up and going to Shep's in East Nashville, which is a New York style deli that took the place of one of our favorite places, Marche, R.I.P. Um and everything I read about it, I mean, the the reviews right now, the thing is I don't pay attention to a lot of reviews right now, especially for, like, new places, because people are completely ridiculous. Just their, one, their expectations, two, they have no patience. I mean, the thing is, like, people don't understand that, like, these places don't have the staffing that they really need. You know what I mean? So you're going to probably have to wait at a lot of places. Like, you're going to have to wait to get seated. You're going to have to wait for your food. You might not get your water filled as often as you used to and stuff like, like that. Like, it kills just, me that people are – like they're so mad that they're not being catered to. Right. Like they – they're I guess, quote, unquote, they're accustomed to. Right. So my, my thing is like just right now, like just don't – if you can't write a good review about a place, just don't fucking write one right now because I, I just think that people are just – they act like everything's back to normal and it's – they're just – they're ah. Their perspective is lost. Just because the place is just because the place is open and you can go down, you can, you can go in there and sit without a mask, doesn't mean things are normal for them. So, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's some out of towners who are upset sure. because you know their plans were ruined because they had to wait twenty more minutes. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's part of it. It's just it's annoying. So the reviews I, I looked at, I'm like, oh, they're not. Some are really good and some aren't. So like, you know what? I don't care. I'm gonna try for myself. So we got there right when they opened and nobody was really there yet, which was great. But within like 30 minutes, the place was like packed. So I definitely would recommend going right when they open, just like pretty much everywhere else in Nashville. Yeah. Um, but it was really good. Like they make a lot of stuff in-house, much like Marche. Like when you walk in, there's the glass case and you did have a lot of good looking pastries, like stuff. Like the Jewish, they had like the the half and half cookies, nice. they had like uh uh challah bread and uh chocolate babka. They had some like really good looking carrot cake in there and like New York style cheesecake. So you know bagels hanging, ba- you know bagels everywhere, uh, fresh bread and all kind of stuff. So they 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 had it going on, man. Like it it, it looked everything looked really good, but tons of pastries and stuff. So that, you know I like I like seeing that. <laughs> to get, get you in the mood, you know what I mean? It's, it's a, not, it's nice. Like a nice case. Yeah, like I'll, man, dude, I love a nice display case. <laughs> so, um, man, so all the food was really good though. Like, so speaking of chocolate babka, like, so they use the chocolate babka, which is I don't know if y'all have ever seen it or know even know what it is. Yes. Um, so they use it to make French toast. And the thing is, with, with with babka, you know, it's swirled with chocolate. 
So when you make French toast out of it and you heat it up, now you've got all these layers of melted chocolate swirled inside of this bread that's like now it's like hot and melting out. Dude, it was so damn good. Like I would have never even crazy. thought to use to use that for French toast. And I wasn't sure quite how it was gonna work, but man, it was it was awesome. And uh they got extra points because they serve maple syrup. Anybody that has maple syrup instead of like pancake syrup, they're okay in my book. Oh, speaking of, I had a uh, drink at Nadine's. It's uh, bourbon, orange bitters, and maple syrup. Hey, man, I'm telling you. Fabulous. I'm telling you, man, the maple syrup with the whiskey or bourbon, man, that's where it's at. Fabulous. Man, I'm telling you. So glad I had to go go buy everything myself. I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. That's what I like. I had a drink somewhere like that, so I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm gonna always have some maple syrup on on deck, and I already had bitters, so tell me, that's where it's at. Oh. But man, so there's a lot of places in Nashville we want to try that we haven't been to, so it's like when I go places, I'm gonna order a lot of stuff. So I got that, and then they also, which is really kind of interesting, but they have macaroni and cheese pancakes. Say, huh? Yeah. So, I've talked about them before, but not... Okay, so so there's a place in New York called Shopsons that's a very unique place. I I would definitely recommend looking them up and checking their menu out. It is one of the most unique menus I've ever seen in my life. Just the most random shit together. But they have macaroni and cheese pancakes, and they make like... Almost like how, um, what is it, Sky Blue Cafe does like their pancakes with like the eggs and bacon and shit on the inside of it. Yeah. Um, Shopsons does that, but with macaroni and cheese pancakes. So Chef's has the pancakes available by themselves, or they have them in quotations like Shopsons style, where you can get like eggs, cheese, and bacon inside of them, or... Nashville hot chicken inside of them. Ooh. And they were really, really good. Not as good. So there's only two places I've ever seen them. So Shopsons was the first place I've ever heard of them doing it. And then in Hawaii, there's this place called Morning Glass. And the ones at Morning Glass, man, I'm telling you what. they I don't know if it's just they put more macaroni and cheese, but they do something that puts this this like really crunchy layer of cheese on top of the pancake that kind of like holds the macaroni and cheese. I can't even explain it, but that's the absolute best one I've had. Just because it's like, it's like you look on one side, like you look at the top and it looks like a disc of macaroni and cheese, but then you flip it upside down and it looks like a pancake. Whereas like the ones that say like Sheps, it's like you can see the macaroni and cheese in it, but it's not really that much. But still, man, it's really good. Like it's, it was just, the first time I had it was in Hawaii, and it was like, I was very skeptical. I'm like, do I put syrup on this? Or like, how do I do it? <laughs> how do I eat a savory pancake? Yeah. So I learned, like, all right, so you put you put the butter on it like normal, and then you just put your syrup off to the side. You dip it when you want it so sweet, and it's still good, man, because the cheese and stuff is so weird with the syrup. But, man, it's, man, it's good. So like I said, it's not it's not the absolute best macaroni and cheese pancake I've had. But they were they were definitely I would definitely recommend trying them because it's very unique. 
and like the the macaroni and cheese pancake like sandwiches they have. I want to try that next, maybe with the chicken or the eggs and bacon and stuff like that. I think that would be good. Um, but also try their knishes, which is like a not necessarily a hash brown. It's like a hash brown dumpling kind of hybrid thing. And they serve it with um, applesauce and sour cream. Very, very good. And I know Mindy had a, burri- a breakfast burrito that had like French fries and eggs and uh, corned beef Ooh. in it. And their corned beef was super good. So, of course, you know, that's another thing they specialize in is like pastrami, corned yeah. beef. So you'll see like as far as like- their... They're like breakfast. their deli, like exactly. a traditional. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So their their breakfast meats for their dishes are kind of dominated by those two things. You'll see pastrami, you'll see corned beef, but it was very it was very high quality. Uh, I'm trying to think, man. There's there's something else. Um, Ashton might have had just regular pancakes, but those are those are pretty good on their own. But uh, <laughs> I ended up getting a a bagel to go because I was, I was like, man, I have to at least try their bagels because they make, they make them. And there's not a lot of places in Nashville that straight up make their own bagels. Um, so they do the bagel, the bagels with the smear. So I know that, I know that when we were, I don't know if did y'all Richard, did y'all get a bagel in New York, in New York at all? Oh man, I don't remember honestly. Because <laughs> we did one of the mornings, we walked to Essa Bagel, which is probably one of the more popular bagel places there. And in New York, you know, they have really big bagels, and they're they got a nice crust on the outside. They're chewy, but when they put when they put like when they when they put cream cheese on them, they put a lot of fucking cream cheese. Uh, like it's like a thick, thick layer of it. Oh, yeah, like a pound and a half, right? Yeah. So they they serve it up like that. So I give them, I, I definitely give them five stars on the bagels. They were super good. I had a cinnamon raisin, cinnamon raisin with uh, just plain cream cheese. Uh, but I really like the place, man. Like the space is very familiar. I mean, they they changed a lot of stuff, you know, it, it, different colors and stuff like that. But you can still. It still has that Marseille feel to it, though. Like, you, you still remember what it used to be. Um, but the food is unique, man. Like, if you look at their menu, there's a lot of stuff that is definitely unique to Nashville that you just don't find everywhere. And they had a lot of specials. And like I said, everything was really good quality, so I'm looking forward to hitting them up again in the future, you know, trying some new stuff. And obviously, they probably, I mean, they're going to need some time to – get staffed up too and all that stuff. But I'll say this for the most part, like it did get super duper busy probably around like nine o'clock when we were trying to like roll out of there. And it was kind of hard to, to pay because the dude was like kind of overwhelmed. But this, like I said, like, am I going to, am I going to like not tip the dude as much because he's overwhelmed? No. You know what I mean? That's not, that's not fair. Like I just, I just, I don't know how many people are going to listen and even like pay attention to this, but like just be patient for a while. You know what I mean? Like let shit get back to normal. Let people get back to work. All the lazy ass people who aren't working right now, like let them get, let them get into a situation (laughs) where they have to work again and we'll be right, right back to where we used to be. So 
getting off my soapbox. There it is. <laughs> but I recommend you know, the Jets. You know it's who good. was on their soapbox, though? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's called a transition. <laughs> he was literally on the soapbox. He was... Segway. Scorch <laughs> Earth. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was on his he was on his Aaron well, Rodgers. Before we get yeah. into it, what about the the man bun though? Did y'all see him rocking the, the the man bun all the way in? Oh, and the flip glasses. Yeah. <laughs> and the fucking uh, and the office t shirt. Office shirt. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, there's been some pretty good, uh, I guess, first day at camp t shirt across the league. There was one guy I, I need to find his name, but he's wore the same shirt each year. And he keeps like taking the photos and like fo- taking the photos and put on a shirt, kind of like the Macaulay Culkin. Uh, oh, like the like Inception, like the, the yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, I think this was like his sixth year. So his shirt had a picture of him uh, each year for the past six years with the same shirt on, but added one because of last year or whatever. Wow. Um, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers put it all out there. One thing that like one thing that I was intrigued with is just the players that he named, and it was like of all like people, Randall Cobb kind of st- stuck out to me. He was like, "Well, this is dude. Back. This is dude." I'll tell you this: like, it's like you go this all this time, and it's like, what is it all really about? And for the most part, you know, I think everybody was like, "It's definitely the Jordan Love thing." And as much as he says it's not. I still just even listening to him, I still feel like that is a it has to be a huge determining factor. And he never said his name or hasn't said his name about it yet, right? Who? Rogers. Hasn't talked about Jordan Love? Has he or has he not? Yeah, he talked about him in the press conference. He's oh, talked about he talked about him getting drafted. So and and that being one of those things one of the one of the deciding one of the Turning points for him as far as like where where he's how he's held in regard by the by the by the higher ups on the team or in the the front office yeah Yeah. the front office so I'll say this it it wasn't unexpected I mean like he is very nonchalant kind of says what he wants but he doesn't say a lot and he hasn't said a lot. So at least for that, I kind of, I respect the fact that like he didn't let it, he didn't, he didn't make a big scene really. Everybody else did, like everybody else because there's nothing going on. And he didn't Aaron make a Rodgers. scene, but he did definitely create a scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, sometimes not saying anything says more. But he's just like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything football related. I'm just going to go have fun. So I respect that. And I guess they worked. They uh, half his age. (laughs) Yeah, and then I guess they worked out some some backroom deal. And then he decided, hey, y'all wanted me to talk, I'm gonna talk. So we kind of just put it all out on the table. It was interesting to see how quickly it mended back together in a way. Uh, Yeah, but it's not mended back together. It's not, but it's it's enough for him to play next year. Oh well, yeah. Well, well, one, he wants he wants to get paid. And two, the the deal is he plays this season, and they're trying to work out something to where if he retires after this season, that he's not going to owe them any money. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's what it's tied to. So I think I think when they said those magic words, 
He's like, all right, boys, let's run it back one more time. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? The, He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I, now, now, Does anybody his, know where Eddie Lacy is? <laughs> to his yeah. credit, to his credit, though, I'll give him credit for a few things. I mean, obviously, he's very loyal to his guys. And it oh, bothered, yeah. and it definitely bothered him quite a bit for guys to leave. And more, more so than them just leaving, no one consulting him about, hey, you know, we're, we're thinking about doing this. How they do you feel about to, How really. do you, no, 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 I know, I know they don't have to. And that's what, that's what everybody leans on. They're like, he's the player, the front office and whoever that makes the decisions, the player just goes out and plays. Yes and no. I mean, the thing is like, I mean, he should have a say. Right. But this, but thing, this is, this is his, this not is to the his, point where he's took it. <laughs> no, no, but this is his position. And I, I sat there and listened to the whole thing he had to say. And his main thing is like, look, I want to be in on the conversations. I don't. I, he even said, "I don't need to have the final say on everything, but I just want to give my own perspective. Like I want to, if, you know, I want to tell that, you. That is fair. I want. I want to tell you, hey, this dude is a great character guy. This guy is a great locker room guy. Me and this guy have get great chemistry. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you know, and then people try to throw it in his face, like, oh, so and so went to this team and didn't do that well, and so and so. To honestly, does that really matter? No, because they it didn't does, it doesn't, Rogers it doesn't, throw into him either. Exactly. Or, it doesn't prove anything because you go to a different team and it's a, it's a different team. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm mainly referring to Jordy and, and Randall Cobb. Right. So it's like if that's a little bit of an unfair comparison to kind of throw back at him. And, and he wasn't really having that anyways. But, like, I get so I get it. It's like you just want to be in a room and feel like people care about your opinion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like – that's not a, that's not a lot to ask. It's because, not. But and he brought up, and he brought up the fact that hey, I've been here this long, won a Super Bowl, MVPs, blah, blah blah. And he's not asking for anything more than what some of these other quarterbacks in his situation get. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, guys like that. So I'm like, yeah, I, f- I feel you. Like my thing is like, all right, I got Aaron Rodgers on my team. I got him signed for a couple years. He asked me simply to be in the room. Okay, look, I'm the GM or whatever. I'm going to let the guy put a suit on, come to the meeting, say what he wants to say, and whether or not anything that he says is going to change my mind or not is completely irrelevant because just letting the guy come in the room and speak his mind is all he wanted. Right. Like even if – he well, leaves also in, 30, in 30 minutes. In 30 minutes, you're talking shit about the guy. Like, does this guy really think we're gonna? Doesn't matter because he's appeased at that. But is point. that counterproductive like, though? No, no. You're giving him what he wants, and maybe sometimes he does make good points. Yeah. And maybe, maybe every once in a while, you do change your mind on a fringe guy because of something that Aaron Rodgers says. It is but he's already to he, hear that they didn't take care of a few guys like Charles Woodson and. Uh, Clay Matthews the way that he said that they didn't take care of him. Yeah, so that, so that's my point. Like that's my thing is like it's definitely from the outside looking in. I guess without like really digging into it, saying, "Oh man, he's just acting like a diva. He's doing all this and that." But when I heard him talk, I was like, "All right, you know, you can definitely see that it wasn't just the Jordan Love thing. There's a lot of there's a, a culmination. Lot, there's a lot of stuff, and and I and I do feel like." 
with his tenure and his performance, like he's earned some of that stuff. And it's like, it feels like a very simple ask. He didn't go in there asking for millions and millions of more dollars. And they tried to, and he was even mad about that. He said, look, look guys, I just want to be part of the decision-making process. You know, I just want yeah. to have to say, I just want people to listen to me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, Aaron, we can't do that. But hey, we can throw some more money at you if you want, if you shut up. <laughs> And yeah, I, I respect him because that pissed him off. And it, and it should have, you know, hearing that he really should have. And now I get why he was being so, uh, so cerebral, but like, you know what? I'm going to go worry about me for a while because yeah. y'all aren't, they aren't, you aren't, she's not, he's not. I'm going to go do what I want to do. And I, I don't think he ever planned on really, and he may have said this, I just didn't hear it, really planned on not showing up. I think his idea was, I'm always going to show up. I'm just going to not make a big fanfare about it. Yeah. I, that's, the, that's, that's kind of a, it's kind of a mystery. He never really said that for sure, but he, the main thing he expressed is like how much he loved the team, the players, the coaches, the fans, just being there. He said like he always planned on ending his career at he never wanted to leave Green Bay. Under you know, for any reason until all this stuff started happening. So maybe over the course of the season they'll 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 figure some stuff out and maybe he'll stick around until he retires. Or maybe he'll retire after this year or something like that. But I'm with you, man. Like the whole time he was doing all this and not talking and all this, I'm like, oh god, here we go. You know, another quarterback pissed off about money or something. And <laughs> they're just acting like an asshole. <laughs> but then after, like I said, I, like after listening to him, I was like, you know what? I, I'm 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 on his side on this one. To be honest, I'm usually not when it comes to that kind of stuff. But the fact that he turned down the money and all that, I'm like, all right. Finally, finally, somebody is looking at something more than just the money. It's the principle of certain things. And I'm like, I, I can get behind that. Well, see, my thing is, is I'm not on either one of their sides. It's just you don't have to, you know, you can stop people from taking what you're doing and, and, and looking way too far into it by just saying, yeah, I'm coming back. You know, I'll be back whenever. And Green Bay could have stopped all of this by just being a weird organization yeah i think he, i think him doing all this was just to keep them on edge i feel like he was probably sure. always planning on coming back i think that's just him being an asshole just like him going out and playing his ass off last year i think was all just to be like yeah y'all thought i was washed up here <laughs> it is yeah and then he got beat at home yeah. in the playoffs by the Tampa bay buccaneers but then he can fall back and say, if you would have drafted uh, the greatest tonight, quarterback to ever play football. Sorry, you, I, had oh. to, I, wasn't, I had to say that. And he's just going to fall back on, now, huh? well, if you would have drafted me some skill players. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of which, that, those rings, though. Oh, yeah, they're dope, aren't they? Convertible. Tim Bay Buccaneer rings are tight. And I didn't really, you know, I, when I see the video of what was inside of them, if that's actually a real video of what's inside of them, that's pretty badass. When I saw him, it kind of reminded me of Chappelle's show when he was talking about eating a diamond. Can I have doo-doo in my diamond? Because it made his doo-doo twinkle. 
to make my doodle twinkle man. Oh, that sounds like a Saints fan. Yeah. When's the last time y'all won a ring? Been a minute. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, I can't say anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, Kenny's just upset because his quarterback's arm retired before he did, so I understand. This is this is true. We beat Peyton Manning. That's all I got. <laughs> we beat Peyton that's Manning. All, that's all I got. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> Reggie Bush with the – did he have his best game with that Super Bowl? Oh, Speaking of that, man, free Reggie Bush, damn it. You want him to have his Heisman? Free Reggie Bush. That's some bullshit. I think he should have it for the fact that everybody knows that shit like that goes on now. And Dude, give him his Heisman and give him his stats. What Let he did on the field was, yeah, what he did on the field was remarkable. Yeah, come on, college. man. That's a that's a side note, but come on, dude. Free this man. Free his free Reggie stats. Fuck out of here. So back to the Tampa Bay ring. Yeah. Um, I like at first before I knew you could screw the top off. I was like, that's just that's that's a cool ring. It's round, you know, whatever. It's not like the traditional like oval shaped rings that everybody has now that are ginormous. It's it is a big ring, and then just the fact that when you screw the top off and the stadium's in there and there's a diamond inside to you know to let everybody know they were the first team. To win a Super Bowl at home, yeah, it's pretty it's cool. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. Was it, were the fans inside of it too? It was just the stadium <laughs> to represent COVID. Or <laughs> did they just not have enough? He's, he's trying to slick put an asterisk on your. Uh, oh yeah, he's trying to put an asterisk on it, but he also, I mean, we put an asterisk on his season if it meant anything. But you know, Saints fans, they're more worried about regular season than. Uh, Hey man, playoff wins anyway. NFC South, baby. <laughs> Keep talking about it, baby. Oh, where's my hat at, dude? Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, who's that cornerback that talks crap to everybody? Oh, um, yeah, boy. yeah, two names. I can't remember what's his name. Like Bethel Johnson or something like that. I, um, I don't know why I can't think of it right now, but Gardner Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Gardner Johnson. Uh, he was like, he's still tweeting about. Her. How they uh, they beat Tampa Bay in the regular season? Hey man, gotta look, gotta hang on to what you got, man. Dude, he is with all he is gripping on for dear life to that. If you jump out of an airplane <laughs> and you forget your real parachute, they beat him both times. You gotta grab something. Oh yeah, so they won Dude, both games this year. We got beat. First game of the season was close. Second game of the season, they blew the doors off of us. But come to find out, we were just doing that so Drew Brees' arm would fall off. <laughs> but also, that Tampa Bay game, Kenny, I don't know if you know this, and then we can move change subjects. You know the second game y'all played us and y'all beat us, like, what was it, 42 to nothing? It was, yeah, yeah. It was pretty outrageous. You know who got injured that game? Is that the game Drew, Drew Brees got injured? So, uh, Drew Brees may have got injured that game, but I know for a fact Michael Thomas oh, that's right. got Ooh, yeah. hurt that game in the closing seconds because your coach was trying to run up the score. And guess who had to have surgery <laughs> this year because of said injury? Well, not just yeah. that, but he just had the surgery, right? So he's going to be out quite no, a while. He had the surgery in January, but it's a long healing process. Like he but got. Sean. Peyton kind of criticizing him for it this week. 
thought I'd seen somewhere he sort of criticized the timing of his. Like he yeah, could, they wanted him to earlier. have it. They wanted him to have it done earlier, but he didn't want to have it done. Type of deal. He was waiting to have it done on his own terms, kind of thing. And so, it's it happens all the time with coaches and players. It's like yeah. when they wanted Scottie Pippen to have surgery earlier, and he said, "I'm not going to fuck my summer up." <laughs> so, you know, that's just what happened with Michael Thomas. That's it. I don't, I don't really see anything wrong with what he did. You want to get his vacation in, man? He's a. Uh, He's earned the right to kind of do that. He's done a lot for the Saints. So if he needs to take extended time off, go for it. Especially during the regular season. <laughs> oh, no. That's what <laughs> that's when it counts, Richard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, I guess, disgruntled players in a way, Delaney Walker, we haven't discussed this yet. Uh, a couple weeks ago came out and pretty much just, Pretty much just said that the Titans being in Tennessee kind of hampered his chances of being great, of being in the Hall of Fame, so to speak. Uh, which um, is kind of a weird conversation. And Seth, I'll, get, I'll let you lead this because I know you have ways to, to drive this conversation that will spark maybe some uh, some thoughts. controversy, some maybe some yeah. Some um, yeah. Pretty much uh, where where I heard it from. Is uh is a buzzing of the buzzing with the boys episode the podcast with Taylor Lewan and uh, Will Compton I shouldn't say Will Compton and Taylor Lewan because Will Compton's pretty much it's Will's it's Will's it's his it's his podcast, podcast. really yeah. yeah um and uh they were saying in an interview Delaney Walker came out and said that one of the main things that's driving him to come back is he thinks his time in Tennessee hindered his chances at uh, getting into the Hall of Fame, and he feels like he has to go to a Super Bowl team to even be considered for it. Um, one of his main reasons were is like saying, uh, you know, it's just a small market team. No one really knows who we are unless we make a lot of noise, which I don't disagree with. To an extent, um, uh, yeah, don't. But another part of it is is – he had his best years in his career here, though. Exactly. Like, he went to Pro yeah. Bowls almost every year. He had good stats. He was recognized. He'd go to the Pro Bowl, you were recognized as, I mean, not as much as he used to be, but yeah. you're recognized as one of the best in the league. Yes. And he was actually, I think, maybe even an MVP of one of the Pro Bowls. Well, the, so, problem, with, the problem with Pro Bowls is, is they don't really – necessarily help you get into the Hall of Fame at all. Uh I mean it's it's a part of the process, I would say. It's you know, if you have you know, ten Pro Bowls, you're probably one of the best players in the league for a decade. Which, you know, it's just another tick mark and like, all right, here's his resume. Oh, ten Pro Bowls, that's pretty damn good. Oh right. Yeah but yes, he, he he's kind of referring to being in a small market and being, uh, you know, not going to a Super Bowl, which, you know, it's hard to get to the Super Bowl unless you're Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, he was here during some bad years with the Titans and left when they were starting to get good again. So I think not- my take on, on Delaney as a Titans fan is like, I just want to know what is it like? What are you trying to get at though? 
why is it, you know, why does it seem like, oh, well, you know, it just seems, not, not really to say it's selfish, but like, you know, were you caring about making, you know, your team better and being like, you know, being great, which he was good, really good here, or you, like, I'm just trying to get, where was he trying to get at? Like, well, my thing is like, what, yeah, I don't understand where, where the part. The part I don't understand is like, if you performed really well here, better than you ever have, did he think he was? Did he think he was Hall of Fame worthy before he got to the Titans? Nobody was even gonna. Nobody was even had his name even in that conversation, and they probably uh, even he after. Was a, I thought he was a big free agent signing because he had such a good season with the 49ers backing up. Uh, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, he did, but I mean, I'm just saying, up to that point, was anybody well, he was considered? A, he was a Super Bowl. He was at the Super Bowl when they went and uh, got beat by the Ravens. Right. And if you look back, he wasn't, on it, the, the, he wasn't the starting game. tight end, though. No, he was a fullback. Oh, okay. He was a fullback back uh, and second tight end. But yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, was it who was considering him? At you know. A, a potential Hall, Hall of Famer at that point. Nobody. He made his career in Tennessee. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I don't understand what he expected. Did he think that if he put up the same stats on a bigger market team that it would give him more clout and he'd potentially be in the Hall of Fame? I, I don't know. That's why I'm, I like, think, like I, I, trying I to understand he, what he's getting I, at. I think he thinks that. I think if he was like, I would have more consideration – if I did this for, say, the Cowboys, if I did it for was another big Chicago, I'd but be she, taken more seriously. I don't. I'm just saying, if, those, he, did, if he did the same thing for a bigger either. market team, that's what I'm saying. If he did the same thing for a quote unquote bigger market team, yet that team still didn't do shit. What's the really? What's the difference statistically? Like Nothing. Tampa Bay is not really considered a big market team. Not at all. And they won a Super Bowl. So, like, the big market thing, I don't always agree with. And, yeah, and that doesn't automatically make any of those players Hall of Fame players either, just because they went to the Super like, Bowl. So, Like, even Kansas City is not a big market uh, compared to, like, New York or Los Angeles. Yeah, these well, I would teams agree, just I would make agree good decisions. If that's the case, then his examples would kind of defeat – Richard Richard's point of 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 his believing Steve McNair and Eddie George are Hall of Famers. What you see what I mean? If, if he's if y'all are saying like look at how Richard you say you think Steve McNair and Eddie George are Hall of Famers, correct? Uh, I think they're on the cusp of Hall of Famers. Okay, you've changed your tune since. I haven't. I don't. I, it's been a long time since we since we've discussed this. about this. Yes, 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 yes. So, so yes, I have. It's, it's either yes or no. Like on the cusp, it's either they are they're in or they're out. I think Eddie George stands more of a chance than Steve. But so you think Eddie George is a Hall of Famer? It's either yes or no. Commit. For this, oh, for the think. sake of the conversation, it's not. Yes. Uh, 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 it's yes, Eddie George. I think is Eddie it. George could be a Hall of Famer, and nobody would have an issue with it. And you still don't think Steve McNair is? Yes or no? Uh, got to pull the trigger because we got to move this conversation. Got to order something, Rich. No, wait, you're standing there. Okay, so 
Eddie George putting up the stats he did in Tennessee, you think he's a Hall of Famer. Okay, so we've established that. He's not, and he never will be. I don't think he'll ever get in, no. No, he'll never get in, but you think he is one. We're just I'm I'm playing by your rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Eddie George put up the type of numbers he did for the Dallas Cowboys, same numbers in Tennessee, instead of it saying Tennessee Titans, it says Dallas Cowboys, do you think he gets in? Oh. You still don't think he gets in? Oh, Okay. I would think he. I, might, I think he might have got more attention, but there's but that still. That doesn't make you I, get in the Hall of no, Fame. No, 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 exactly. I think they would still. They might even hell. They might even scrutinize him even more just because he's with the Cowboys. I think. I think attention, more attention, does get you in, but at some point, you have. It gets to, you more. It gets you more looks for sure. Yes, I mean you've got guys like Peter King who vote for the Hall of Fame who thought Darren Sharper was a. Uh, a Hall of Famer, even with his off the field antics. It's just I'm so confused. So those are the type Delaney. of people that are voting. I'm just so confused with Delaney Walker. I'm like I'm trying to think of what he thinks he's done in his career. If he, t- he took what he's done and put it on another team, why does he think that he's like all of a sudden Hall of Fame worthy? Yeah, even if he had the same, just like the same scenario we just discussed with Eddie George, if he had the same stats and Pro Bowls he had. With as he did here with the Titans, and say for a Los Angeles Rams team, he's still not getting the Hall of Fame. Okay, just like I mean, the thing is, I mean that's how I mean that's how I feel. Stats, stats, and what you've done in the league is what you know is what I feel like gets you in the Hall of Fame. Okay, like you have to be the elite of the elite, uh, and you know it always helps to have. Super Bowl wins, especially if you were a main cause of that team to win the Super Bowl. And, you know, a, a, a good, solid recognition of Pro Bowls. I mean, those are some of the top things that you need to be in the in the, in the the Hall of Fame. And I think what with Delaney Walker, I don't think his stats are high enough. I mean, records help, too. I mean, does he even have any – does he hold any Titans records for tight ends at all or anything? I don't think he's – I don't think he's. I don't think he's surpassed Frank. Just didn't play long. Just didn't play there long enough. Hold on, let me see if I can Google it real quick. Because I mean, you know, all, all that stuff. I mean, you got to think when it comes to Hall of Fame, they're looking at all that stuff. Yeah, I the mean, individual stats, records, team records, overall records, Pro Bowl. Well, you can take his stats and try MVPs, to compare. Blah, blah, blah. Try to compare him to like Antonio Gates or uh, or or uh, Tony Gonzalez. They're not close. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm not trying to downplay like how much of an impact he had on the Titans when he was healthy and playing. Like, he was fantastic. Yeah, I love Delaney Walker. I mean, even even still, I think he's you know he's no, awesome. He's like, Delaney Walker all time receptions, uh, three eighty one. Um, he has just some names that are ahead of him. Notable names. These are just receptions, not by position. Uh, Derek Mason. Frank Wachek. Yeah. And he's not even, he's about, oh, he's only 500 yards behind Frank. So, but he's yeah, got Frank so touchdown. Frank's had, I mean, that's Frank's it. Had that's more, it. And Frank Wachek has had uh, more stats and uh, more Pro Bowls than him, but he, you know, I don't he's see not. him as a Hall of Fame player. And Frank, 
Delaney Walker only played 84 games where Frank Wycheck played 137. <laughs> Given Delaney. But he played them all here where you, you'd have to add his 49ers career. Yeah, Del- yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Did he they would. play the same amount of time? Uh, I don't think so. It's 13 to 19 here. Let me see. I'd have to look up Delaney's. He's got – so he does have more total receptions and yards than Frank over a career in about the same amount of games and more touchdowns, but not in a Titans uniform. I, just, so, I, I don't like it. I don't – I don't – I'm with, I, I'm with I, Rich. I, I don't get – I don't get why he's saying he – can, he can think that and be bitter about that if he wants, but I don't get the point of saying it out loud. I don't – think anybody is going to I don't know how many people are really gonna agree with that sentiment. Like I don't, him to I, kind of let me say of this before we go any further. I'm kind okay. of playing devil's advocate in all of this. Like I'm just saying, all right, well what about this? What about this? What about this? Small market shouldn't matter in Hall of Fame at all. I don't well, know. Yeah, that, that, that you have shouldn't. to be the best player at your position for an extraordinary amount of time. That's yeah. exactly right, and I don't. That's why I don't, I don't agree with the small. Like I don't I think that's irrelevant. It, it is. Just, it just seems like an unnecessary kind of low key dig at the Titans or any small market team, honestly, for that matter. That and, and for him to kind of trash the fans about it too, that was unnecessary. What do you say about the fans? Uh, just I mean, he just basically kind of blanketed saying like the fans and. Uh, and the team are just small market and aren't, you know, you know, aren't the best, so to speak, I guess. All right, I'm going to say this. I will say this, and then I'm kind of done with it. If y'all want to keep talking, that's fine. But if markets mattered, Cortez Kennedy would not be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and that's that's a that's that's a good example. I mean, that's the thing. Like there are exa- there are examples out there. Like Cortez so, so- Kennedy. At the time, the Seahawks were nobody, and he was the absolute. He was probably he's probably one of the best defensive tackles to ever play football. Period. Eight yes. Pro Bowls, fifty-eight career sacks, eleven seasons. Yes, there you have it. I mean, that's, there it goes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's a, that's a that's an excellent example. So, now, given different position, but still, yeah, but we're, still we're, we're, we're relevant. Comparing it's relevant. markets, we're comparing yeah, it's, markets. That's relevant. So. Hey, I, if, you know, if, if him saying that out loud helps him sleep at night, whatever. Yeah. I just yeah, think I he's guess. trying to get, I think he's trying to get on a playoff team and. I, you know, I mean, he, he I, yeah, it's a roundabout way of saying it, but yeah, that, I think that's what it would happen as well. Yeah. Uh, what other controversies do we have to talk oh, about today? <laughs> did y'all hear about the Julio Jones, Roddy White thing? Oh, no, but yeah, I saw his tweets. He got in trouble for uh, – they signed a contract with a weed company, and then instead of uh, getting – selling the weed with the company, they stole it and sold it on the black market. <laughs> Who did that? Roddy White did that? Or him Roddy White, Julio Jones, Both yeah. Of them. Hundreds of pounds of cannabis on the black market. So they sold it all? Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> Yeah, man, we'll we'll do a deal with y'all. Just send us all the send us all the weed. The crazy thing is, this is going to probably end up being a civil case instead of a criminal case because the company is suing them over it. Yeah, that's and wild. so like 
That's going to be wild. I like this Waffle House cleats. Because he's always open. Yeah. <laughs> that was AJ Brown. No. No. Julio Jones had them. I think they both have them. Oh, well, I definitely saw Julio wearing them. Yeah, it's all reported that it was Julio that had them on. I hadn't seen, yeah. I didn't see that AJ had them on. Well, uh, yeah, uh, so that was just kind of something weird to just drop right before Titans camp that Julio Jones is involved in a basically a marijuana drug ring. <laughs> yeah, that was a very, I agree. Very, uh, very weird timing there. Uh, thanks, I guess. I uh, we also I haven't touched on uh, Deshaun Watson just showing up like, hey, until something happens, I'm gonna show up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I don't, I would too to get paid. Yeah, I mean, this is he's like I'm gonna need to do some settlements. He uh, doesn't he doesn't want to play with them, so that's that's the one thing. But he also probably knows that he's gonna be shelling out some money here shortly, so yeah. he doesn't really want to get fined anymore. How much money he's going to end up having to pay these people, it's hard to say. Hard to say if there's any validity behind it yet because, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of – we still that's the thing. We still don't know. I'm not I'm not taking anybody's sides yet, but there's not – you know, it's, it's at this point, I guess it's more than he said, she said. It's more like he said, she said, she said, she said, she said, she said, times yeah. 10 or whatever. 20, it was like 20-something. Yeah, so – it's it's not it doesn't look good I'll say that but I want to hear like actual like I want to see I want to hear about the evidence I want to hear about the actual accounts like I want to hear they haven't really released enough information for me to like really kind of make an informed well, decision not, on how I feel not, about I don't it. think it's going to go to court until after this year after the season so well, well now they're talking about there were like ten uh, like criminal complaints filed not just civil so oh it could uh it could change it could change for the worst now i i don't see him playing at all this year it's christ if you just look at if you just look at the 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 leagues the past like you look at like say ben uh rapeless i mean roethlisberger um (laughs) like he didn't get convicted of anything and he still had to start was it five games six games uh, Ezekiel Elliott, how many games did he have to sit out? I feel like it was five for him. Five, so. something. And he, and yeah, he didn't get charged, right. he didn't get charged with five. anything either. Yeah. And, and, and these were all individual accounts. One person saying something happened, blah, blah, blah. This is a dude and like 20 people. But my thing is like, where's the... Where are the social media posts and where is the communication? Like, you'd think that people would, like, save all the communication. Like, people so screenshot screen every Yeah, some, but, like, you would think there would be, like, tons of this stuff out, like, incriminating, like, damning evidence, but you just haven't seen it. And it's like, well, where, sure. is it where is it yeah. at? Like, I guess maybe at some point they're going to drop this bombshell of, like, evidence and stuff. I don't know, but I... I don't think it looks good for him. I think the, the NFL is just waiting. But if he, I don't see any way in hell that that dude's playing game one of the regular season. I don't think so, anyways. Well, game one is like a month away. So yeah, I know, I know, but I'm saying like I, I don't think they're gonna allow it. You think the NFL is gonna step in and say, uh, "Where's the money?" They put they put him on an exempt list. 
they just they just I just have a feeling like there's just I don't see how they'll they'll they're gonna allow it. I think they'll do yeah. it just, just just to save face and just to not have to deal with it through the uh, off season. I, honestly, I think they're okay with it being a story during the off season because people are talking about the NFL or something that's NFL related, even if it's in a bad light. Yeah, just like they love the Aaron Rodgers shit. NFL is eating that stuff up. But when it comes to like the start of the season, I, I think they just want to go ahead and bury that if they can. You think if the, if he was still playing, you think the NFL would love to hear about Pac-Man Jones and rough and rowdy fights? <sighs> yeah, <laughs> probably. The team he's playing for probably wouldn't want to hear about it, but. Right. The thing is, the dude's going to be trying to probably picking a fight with somebody somewhere anyways. Yeah, exactly. So he might as well do it in a controlled environment where you know where he's at and <laughs> he's not going to he's not going to get he's not going to go to jail. For That's it. actually a good point. Like, all right, we know he's at least fighting here on this night. We know where he's going to be. Other other times we're just scared that he's going to end up in trouble. Yeah, it's the times that he's not in a rough and rowdy fight that you have to worry about. <laughs> And it's exactly why Pac-Man Jones is perfect for this shit. Yes. He is that guy that this is this kind of shit, this celebrity, I guess, uh Well, fighting, see, they don't he's they perfect don't, for this. Let, uh, let's be on. Uh let me be honest real quick. As the uh rough and rowdy connoisseur that I am, um rough and rowdy isn't really a celebrity boxing thing. It's really I, I, I was just kind a, of Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. Yeah. And it's, Pac-Man Jones, let's be honest, is not really a celebrity, is he? He's a sports celebrity. People know who he is. He still is, is he? He's more infamous than famous. Yeah, I would agree with that. I guess so, yeah. All right. The infamous Pac-Man Jones. So now that we've got that, this is backyard boxing. This is tough man competition to a team. It's <laughs> just show up, make 100 bucks if you knock somebody out fighting. That's all it is. Yeah. But because of what they did with what Rough and Rowdy did with Jose Canseco, they were like, if we're able to bring one person with a name to fight a nobody, we can make some serious money. Because we're doing the actual, what if a pro athlete fought a guy? Now, given the Jose Canseco fight, Jose outweighed the guy by 100 pounds. He was an intern for a podcast. Yeah, uh, and he also quote finger quotes guys threw his shoulder out with a jab. So I mean, Jose was never going to fight. It was a, a major just bullshit situation, but it was still entertaining because you have guys that change tires all day fighting a guy that uh cuts trees down all day. You have like blue collar people who were there to literally just have, drink beer all night and swing on people. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Um, and, that, and that's good for them, too, because those guys, that's exactly what they were going to end up doing at the end of the night anyways. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so what's even funnier is, is you see these guys, and now you're like, Pac-Man Jones is going to have to talk to that guy. Like, in no other world would he, like, coal miners from West Virginia? No. Pac-Man Jones and some guy named Shizat the Rizat are going to have to have a conversation <laughs> with each other. That is, Shizat the Rizat is one of the well, most famous fighters in rough and rowdy history. He has the two most violent knockouts 
If you ever watch a rough and rowdy promo, those two knockouts will be in it. Speaking of that, I haven't watched any rough and rowdy fights, but the promos for all of them are very entertaining. Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Just watching the dudes, watching these like random ass dudes try to sell these fights and, and, and like have, hype them, hype themselves up. No you know idea what they're doing. <laughs> you know what? Like, what bro, is why you got Why you got to change though? You know what is funny, and well, two things that's really funny. One, when it comes to, uh, you mentioned something about West Virginia. Pac-Man Jones did go to West Virginia for college. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. I don't know if you meant to say that West Virginia because Kinda of that. Kind of out there, just... but West Virginia is also like the birthplace of rough and rowdy. Oh, is That's it? where all their best rough and rowdies, all the best rough and rowdies have come from West Virginia. Okay. They go there all the time. So Pac-Man may or may not have attended some of these. No, I know for. Just because he's tied to well, West okay. Virginia school. So for those who don't know, Barstool Sports owns rough and rowdy so you hear a lot of what like different people that work for it they're like yeah pac-man jones has been a fan of rough and rowdy forever and how this whole fight came about is is pac-man jones was on his former teammates show uh pat mcafee um and said so what's next he said something like so what's next for you he goes i want that uh bobby lang dude i want to knock him out No one outside of Boston or people who have paid for a pay-per-view of Rough and Rowdy know who Bobby Lang is. <laughs> Do y'all? Nope. No. So he says Bobby Lang's name on the Pat McAfee show. And instantly, because love him or hate him, Dave Portnoy is a genius, hears this, goes, let's make that call Bobby Lang right now. Let's make this fight happen. Oh, yeah. I don't know that. Tweets it out, tweets out the clip and goes, we can make it happen. That's when the contract, literally seconds after he said it, contract negotiations started. So my second point, too, is I think a lot of people forget when it comes to sort of fight showmanship kind of thing. Pac-Man Jones was in TNA at one point, tag teaming with Jeff Jarrett and being in that whole Which is hilarious. Yeah. But he... Hey, he's doing his victory lap. He's out living his dream now. I'm surprised how long Pac-Man was in the league. Forever. After all, everything that went on. And he got Dude. in trouble many times in Cincinnati. He like, just, he was he always was, good enough to stay. Yeah. So, you know, they could also kind of come back and be like, he was like the sixth overall pick the Titans took him. He was it's good. Almost like, it's almost like you can't call him a bust or anything. Because he was, I mean, he's been I, had a pretty good year. I mean, career. I wouldn't call him a bust, Richard. He was your offense for like two seasons on Man. punt returns, dude. I'm not that, being mean. I just no. He had like six or seven touchdowns, touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> in two years. Like it's pretty damn good. Yeah, he was up there with Devin Hester during that time frame. He really was. Yeah, you're uh, exactly right. But he had two against the Eagles and made the Eagles look god awful. I so, mean, like, he he's he. Never mind. I will go back into the rough yeah, and rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> My thing with rough and rowdy is it's like, all right, cool. I'll pay. How much would y'all pay just to watch Pac-Man Jones fight a random guy? Like pull a number out of your head right now. 30 bucks. 30 bucks. <laughs> all right. That's, That's just one fight. One fight, right? Yeah. Just one. Yeah. You get probably 20 fights for 20 bucks. That's and solid. I will say this. Pac-Man can probably fight. <laughs> like... I wouldn't be Bobby, surprised hey, if he put on an actually good fight. I'm sure he has a lot right of experience. Now, 
Bobby Lang has fought guys that have literally put people in the hospital and beat them. Bobby Lang can brawl. Well, he but, looks like a beast himself. I'm not going to lie. I mean, he might knock Pac-Man the fuck out, but... Pac-Man is fast. Very fast. Very, very, very fast. Hey, I don't care. Scared. If you can run that fast, that you fast could hands, probably though. get... Thank you, Kenny. And that's where it's really... Bobby Lang can just fucking swing. And, and just knowing, and knowing so Pac-Man a little Kenny? bit... When is this going to be? Uh, let me look. I can look real quick because they yeah. just announced it. I know it's like August twenty something. My, my interest is my interest is peaked. I'll okay. say this about Pac Man though: he ain't scared. Like he's one of those dudes that's gonna get in and give it, you know, a hundred percent. He's not gonna be timid at all. You're just kind of what I kind of gathered about his personality while he was here. Oh, they don't have the date on here. Dang it! Hold on, let me Twitter. This will take me two seconds. Collie Park's finest. <laughs> Collie Park. That's where he's from. I wonder what kind of music he'll come out to then. Here it is. Capital Punishment is coming August 27th at Rough and Rowdy 15. Nice. Uh, I don't have a, a place. Let's see if this article will say it. I'm guessing it's probably it's usually in East Coast. So you said it was August what? Twenty third? Did I say that? Uh, I don't know. I was trying to. Twenty seventh, August twenty seventh. I'm sorry. Okay, so it's a Friday night. Yeah. So what? I mean, does... I'd be down to watch that. Oh yeah. What sucks about this though, and I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you, you can't just pull it up. Like, you have to bring it up on your laptop, and then you have to hook your laptop into a TV, and then you have to stream it like that, because there's not really... Okay. Because they they stream it directly from Barstool Sports. But, I mean, I could get on, like, from the website, barstoolsports.com? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or running around. You can still pull that up, right, on, like, your... If you have internet to your TV. If you have a web browser, you can yeah. On your TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says sanctioned by the West Virginia State Athletic Commission, so it's going to be in West Virginia. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here goes uh, tickets on sale Friday, July 30th. And promo for Capital Punishment begins right now. 20 fights, no headgear, which is a big deal because it's just haymakers. So oh, yeah. expect some knockouts. The only fight I see that has been called is the Bobby Langan Pac-Man Jones. Um, if they somehow are able to get Shizat the Rizat on this, he, <laughs> he puts on a show. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I haven't been this excited since uh, uh, Lights Out Bobby Lang fought... Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Good God. He's just this giant white guy from West Virginia. <laughs> but it's pretty awesome. Rough and Rowdy's just the greatest. James McGee. <laughs> from West V. Yeah, uh, that's, I think we could, uh, you know. Organize a little. Out. Yeah, have a little hangout. Watch. Guys night. Pac-Man. 
maybe get knocked the fuck out. I think it's I think it's I think it's worth I think it's worth watching. It's twenty bucks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's wanna split it? <laughs> <laughs> I got ten on it. Nice. Um uh, so I guess uh do we wanna get into the SEC or wait on that? It's I can touch on it real quick. It'll be super quick and then we'll okay. be done. Um what I think about the SEC alignment is, is I am pretty excited about it. Um, I'm excited about it because I get to talk more good football. I'm excited about it because it's just bringing more eyes to the conference that I like the most. Yeah. Um, now, having that said, I really uh, am interested on how it's going to align. I've heard uh, a lot of concepts on who's going to be where and what divisions but um, I think my favorite so far is is going to be four divisions inside the SEC. Yeah. So you'll have a West, and you'll have a Northwest, and a Southwest, and an East, and a Northeast, and a Southeast. So you'll have like Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A&M, Arkansas, or Missouri. Um, Alabama, LSU, Auburn. Uh, Mississippi. You know, you'll have yeah. everybody kind of broke off with the four teams they're vying for a position. But what I like most about that now is now there's an SEC championship tournament. Now you Very have cool. a final four for the SEC championship, yeah. which I'm always for. Do you think that we're leaning more, we're getting more towards the some format where it's like, just going to be two like super duper conferences. I don't think at some point. I don't think two, but I think four. Four, yeah. Four, yeah. I think four. I think someone said, "What's uh, what's four times 16? Is that sixty-four? Sixty-four. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said the other day four uh four um sixteen team conferences because that would make sixty-four, and that's the number of the NCAA tournament. Yeah. It's just man, it's like is this it just, it, is it this it for the perfect. SEC or are they gonna do or do you think they're gonna do more? Well, I think uh, SEC will expand even more, yeah. There were rumors flying around that they were talking to Ohio State and Michigan. <laughs> really? I mean like serious rumors flying around. I mean but, if that was if that was the point, case, what's the point? The other conferences would be still outclassed. Well, somebody's gotta be the first. Yeah. Another thing too is, I mean, I mean this is kind of, this is the only thing that's kind of irking me a little bit, just because it is. You know, if you get teams like that, how are you still a southeastern conference? <laughs> like, are they going to have to change a name? Because at that point, uh-huh. you're not just southeast. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just a name. It's just I mean, a name. there's still there's still let, other good let, teams that are that are actually in the southeast that they could. Let the let the Matt people get mad sad. about it. I don't care. <laughs> We got the best teams. You got to think already. Having Texas and Alabama in the SEC, we have two of the top five richest schools as far as football goes in the SEC. Imagine if they could add somebody like Clemson to the mix. Even though they probably never leave the ACC. If we took Clemson, we'd have to take Florida State, and Florida's not going to let that happen. Yeah, but the people didn't think that A and M would let Texas happen either. Because a good point. They had that one. They had that agreement that they thought. Well, yeah, well, we'd be the A&M, only team, Texas team in, in the SEC. But, didn't have a choice because the SEC oh, yeah. let them go. Oh, yeah, but they were acting like assholes about it. But then the, the vote was unanimous. 
Oh yeah, so, they got them in line real quick. Yeah. They said you know what I'm starting to see this is almost like uh, some of those crazy European soccer leagues. Like, oh, I know they try to do like a super league thing, but yeah, that you mean like regulation stuff? Like, if you don't do good, you go down a league or something like that? Or no, I just mean like all the best together, teams go to yeah, one division. like yeah, one league and just I can see that happening. Get away from the NCAA as a whole, like. Well, the I don't NCAA, think it'll go away, but I, I just don't. Think they'll have well, as much power as they've had with the name, image, and likeness law going into place. Why do we need the NCAA really? It's true. Yeah, that whole that whole structure may crumble at some point. Oh, may? Yeah. SEC's already looking into like, let's just do I our mean, own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they could, right. and they'll get all the best teams. Exactly. They already now, play the most compelling brand of football. Well. Let, let, well, let me put this, and this will be my last thing. If people who don't think the SEC is important, hmm? Pac-12 TV contract for all Pac-12 games was bought by that bought by Disney, ABC, ESPN. They paid three hundred million dollars for that. Okay, sure. that's a lot uh-huh. of money, right? It's a lot of money. Everybody agrees, three hundred million dollars is a lot oh, of money, yeah. right? Yeah. Guess how much ESPN, ABC, Disney paid CBS or paid for the SEC rights to get that CBS afternoon game? I'm going to say 1.2. million. dollars. Oh, just for, okay. Just for, just for the CBS evening game. Slot. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's um, a big difference. John Skipper was on the Dan, uh, Dan Levitard show and he was like, that one game in the afternoon pulls NFL numbers. You want to know what's really sad? Oh, yeah. I heard I heard this statistic when they were talking about uh, uh, Oklahoma and Texas. Those two teams, they were talking about how many millions of dollars that they bring in based off of, I think, like TV contract or something, right? Right. And it was like millions of dollars for Texas, millions of dollars for Oklahoma. And then it was like, okay, now we take all the rest of the other teams in the conference and combine the number. And it was nowhere close. And we're, I'm talking about all the rest of their teams combined. Wasn't yeah, close to what one of those teams did money-wise. No. So you're taking like their two, like the, their two cash cows are just gone. Oklahoma's not even in Texas's class as far as money goes. And oh, yeah. oh yeah, far yeah. more relevant than Texas is right now. But I'm just saying it was crazy. Yeah, just to compare what Oklahoma was bringing in compared to all the rest of the other teams combined. It I was, agree. It was nothing. Yeah. Like, so I I don't feel bad for them, but it's like, damn, like <laughs> they don't have much to they don't have much much to much to stand on anymore. Exactly. Um, one more thing on rough and rowdy, and I'm done. If y'all are done, but I uh, I said Jose Canseco was the only celebrity. I lied. Hornswoggle did fight in the last. Oh, one. Yeah. He did. I, I don't yeah. want to be fair. I want to get my story straight. So yes, he was, and that uh, he did put on a good fight. He put on a better fight than Jose Canseco. That's for sure. That's hilarious. Yeah, I've heard some crazy shit about that guy. He is a he's a crazy person. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, guys, uh, we'll wrap it up here. 
appreciate uh, the all of our listeners. Again, you can uh, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Big Ten Rich. Subscribe, like, all that good stuff. We're on uh, pretty much all of your major podcast platforms. For sure. And uh, y'all just have a great weekend, you know? Just, mm-hmm. just And if you have any uh, stuffy nose tips, tricks, or ideas, please email them to BigTenAndRich at gmail.com, and um, we'll send them Richard's way to help him out. Maybe some packets of herbal tea. Herbal. <laughs> All right. That's all I got. (laughs) That's it. Bye, y'all. So it ended just.